you know, the unsung hero. I call that the R2-D2, um, because if you think about all the Star Wars movies, who is the real hero? It's R2-D2. It's don't, don't argue with me. Just think about it. Just think about all the little shit he does. Just think about all the shit he does. He's plugging in the shit. He's breaking in the systems and computers. Just think about it. Okay. So who's your, who is your unsung hero? The R2 D2 of yesterday's game. Who's your R2 D2? Talk to me. It's really tough between two guys, but I'm going to say, uh, I'm, I can only give one, so I'm going to give it to uh, Saliba. Wow. Saliba. I wow. love this kid so much. I okay. see him playing, the composure, the play at his feet, the, the, the recognition of, like, when pressure's on him, he knows which pass to go to and where to give it to, and they're always right on the money. I see greatness in this kid. I really do. Oh, yeah, uh, tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous. I mean, um he did some he did some great things yesterday. He looks great. Yeah. Tremendous football. But unsung hero, I have to go with my R2D2 is you know, I fought hard. I wanted to give it to Ben White cuz to me, he he made some great blocks late. He uh, he's a, he, he's got his hands full. He's playing out of position and he's doing a fabulous job. But Ramsdale, think about those two saves he made. Think about him calming the fuck down, not being all wacky and silly. You know he's he's dialed in now. And I thought, I mean, if you go back and you look at that game, there were two headers in the second half. Yeah, that. You know, he saved, and I thought Ben White blocked one of them. So he's going to be my unsung hero because, you know, if you think about it, he saved us. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. way to answer the bell, first face off against Leno. I can't, I can't argue with it. I can't argue with there it. There you go. I'm sure a lot of people are going to go with you, but that's he's my unsung. He's my R2-D2. Two friends, two minds, and one love for Arsenal Football Club. You are now listening to the Cotton Two Minds Podcast. Uh, what up what's really going on welcome to the podcast i'm me marshall that's fitz aka at guna rush welcome to cotton two minds uh tremendous sunday after wow. all the festivities yesterday i couldn't be i couldn't be any happier you know what i mean and before and to, and to show you what time it is everywhere you know the excitement the enthusiasm i got a little clip okay let me let me, okay. let me just drop this right quick see if this shit works hold on oh okay hold on hold on can you hear that turn it up a little oh, okay hold on 
Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. I'm going to turn it up. That's the Emirates. After the game. After Hats. the game. Hats. Beautiful evening. Everybody's singing. Everybody having a good time. Just tremendous. Just tremendous. I just wanted to play that because, uh, you know, I'm happy. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm yeah. happy. I didn't have the opportunity to watch in real time. And uh, I watched several hours later. And I was that excited when it was all yeah. over. Yeah, I knew what the score was, but it was still just exciting. Fun, entertaining game. Before we get into that, what's been going on with you, Fitz? I see you got a little, I see you got your silver glass. Well, you know, <laughs> depending on what time we record, there might be something in that cup that to keep you uh, nice and smooth, like a uh, right. smooth criminal, like Zinchenko. Like, like uh, bourbon, I think is what, <laughs> what you call it. You know, I love my bourbon. Whiskey of all sorts, you know, international player, folks. Right. Thank you. Of course. You remember when uh, rappers used to walk around with the chalets? Uh, <laughs> is that what it's called? A big uh, ass uh, little John and them. They would have a yeah a, a chalice. chalice. Yeah, a chalice. A chalice with jewels and shit all over it. <laughs> with, with syrup and alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Permethacine and fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. man, that purple drink, man. You got that, that scissor. <laughs> ah, how miserable do you have to be to just Ooh. be walking around drinking heavy duty cough syrup? Ooh. Life is hard. Anyway, my stomach turns thinking of it. Anyway, I got my uh, <clears throat> my uh, no alcohol Heineken. Everybody can see that. Hey. Uh, this show isn't being sponsored by anybody, with uh, by no means. <laughs> Not yet. Heineken <laughs> hasn't seen it yet. Right. But, uh, yeah. You know, I'm the type of fool that can't really drink. If I do drink, I turn into Frank the Tank. And oh, I start, boy. you know, I might go on a little jog butt naked, you know, and act all wild and One crazy. of the few people, folks. I've witnessed <laughs> it. Okay? I've witnessed it. But a funny story. <clears throat> I got uh I got a six pack delivered and uh one of the beers was a real Heineken. Like somebody Ooh. trying to fuck with me. <laughs> I started drinking that shit. My dick got hard. I started looking <laughs> around. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was going, like, what is this? <laughs> and then I looked at the I looked at the bottle and it was a regular Heineken. It wasn't you know? really alcohol free. So you know, if you're if you're like me, a square and you can't handle your liquor, make sure you double check. Make sure you oh, double check those so bottles. Close. It was huh? so close to him, 7.30 in the morning on the couch, hanging off with the bong leaned up next to him. There was no telling what where oh, wow. he was going, folks. Oh, well, telling personal, telling personal business on the podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, enough. Arsenal win 2-1, hosted Fulham. It's a derby, but you know. Fulham ain't been around in a while, but man, uh, all the goals came in the second half. Yeah, they scored first. You know, we're gonna get into some of the festivities, but I, you know, nil nil after the first half. But I mean, it was it was very entertaining football to watch. 
Um, like I said, the excitement was just the game itself was a great game. You know, everything the premiership offers was on display. You know, you got a team that just got promoted, battling a team at the top of the league, giving it everything they got. And, um, you know, the, the, the cream rose to the top, you know, we, you know, we got the victory. What were some of your thoughts in that first half? Fitz? the, uh, I mean, for the most part, it was dominated by Arsenal. Oh yeah. Um, Clearly. It's just, you know, we just, we didn't get balls in through, but man, we took nice shots. The, you know, one of my favorite things to see about it right now is, uh, like the balance of the squad. There's a, there's a Ben White, Odegaard, Saka thing going on on one side. And there's a, you know, Zinchenko or Tierney now uh, in this last game, Martinelli um, right. and Jaka. Jaka alarmingly way up the pitch at times. Um, but, uh, you know, they've got, they've all got a little something going on. They're a little, little bit different in style on each side, but balanced. I don't worry about the ball going to one side or thinking it needs to go to one side because that's where we can – both sides are, are quite capable. Yes, definitely. And I, I forgot to get into the lineups, but there was <clears> – excuse me, there was some lineup changes. Uh, Zinchenko, um, I think, has a slight twist of the knee on Fridays after Friday's training. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with Partey. I don't know if it's rest or if, if he's hurt. I saw something that said Partey uh, had a slight strain in his thigh, and they just sat him for for right good reason, right good reason, right. He got a he he met somebody at the club, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He took something that wasn't hit. That anyway, it's all good. Uh, so yeah, so those were, we had a couple couple changes in the lineup. Partey. Uh, Zinchenko was out. It was kind of good to see Tyranny. You could see he was a little rusty getting back into the swing of things. But uh, as far as, you know, doing his job and being solid, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, is he as dynamic as Zinchenko? No. no. But I, I don't think uh, I don't think Arteta allows him the freedom that he allows Zinchenko. I was just going to say, like, he doesn't he doesn't play him the same way. And that's exactly you know, Exactly. So when I saw the lineup, I thought, <clears throat> okay, well, you know, we'll get to see, you know, El Nini. <laughs> we'll get to see El Nini play. And, um, I, you know, I wasn't worried at all. I, I know what El Nini, I know what El Nini does. And, um, but yeah, some of the, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> some of the standouts in the first half, you'd have to give it to, um, for me, yeah. You know, people people go trip and oh gosh, and you know, I, I saw some people asking what's going on with him, but I thought Saka early on was ra- roaring to go, you know, yeah. zipping around, yeah, putting pressure on uh, on Fulham, uh, connecting very well with Odegaard, and you know, I thought he looked lively, quick. And, and ready to go, like he was gonna, he was gonna make a statement as far as uh, being aggressive. I saw yes. that on display from Saka in the first half. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, his uh, his ability to just play off guy, like he's starting to really develop a style. 
Right. And uh, he knows how to back into a defender, roll off of that guy, um, and keep the ball. You know, like, I mean, that's a true talent. Everybody, you know, some people have that little, like, whatever it is that they dribble through guys and somehow they're the ones that come out with the ball. I don't know how. They're quick. They, you know, they're strong. All of the above is what it takes. But um, his ability to spin on guys and not only spin on guys, but really take it up the pitch immediately. Like, he could spin and go real good. And um, it's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. Great, great example. Um, he at pace, like he's he's doing yeah. everything at a at a very high level of pace, and um, the control he has, um, you know, when he's trying to break out and get away from people and spinning off them is tremendous. His ball control, his decision making. Uh, would like to see him, but would like to see him and Odegaard uh, shoot more. I thought that would have might maybe helped us out in the first half if 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 everybody wasn't trying to be too unselfish yeah. and just fire on goal. I think we could have really broke the game open in the first half, but we, we we kept trying to make that extra pass. You know what I mean? Like some of that finger ball, or just you know walk it in kind of. <laughs> I saw that a lot in the first half. And to go back to another point, <clears throat> that's the difference. Everything you just talked about with Saka and his ability, that's the difference between him and Pepe. <laughs> you know, speaking of Pepe, that you know, he's off to France. Good luck to him, wishing the best. Yeah. It's alone. Uh, I think he went to Nice, but he would get it, spin off him, keep the ball, keep the ball, keep the ball, <laughs> keep the ball, and then lose the ball. Yeah. Whereas I think Saka's decision making, once he gets clear, it's it's top notch. There's a um, there's an extreme danger moment for a defense that uh, Saka recognizes and Pepe doesn't. So exactly. when somebody's cutting into the box, defenders are worried. If a ball comes in um, nice and hard, they might not be able to defend that, you know. So they have to make a decision, and Saka recognizes that. So like sometimes he he whips that ball in. Sometimes everybody is tense because it's and he just dribbles inside of the guy and just and brings it into the box himself. Like he knows how to set up defenders. Wonderful, wonderful kid. Love definitely. Kid. And the first goal, Odegaard's goal, it was a deflection, but him and Saka on that 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 exchange was beautiful. Um, yeah. The, the way they fed off each other and the way uh, Odegaard got it back and finished it. He look. And that was another thing. In the second half, it's like Arteta told these tools, hey, let's start taking shots. Let's start putting shots on goal. Yep. And, you know, come on. Yep. And um, you could really see that coming out of the second half. So I thought the adjustment, which would have probably just been, hey, let's just be a more, little more aggressive. Let's start shooting on goal. We know it's Leno. You know, we know he's going to fall apart. You know, yeah. You know, Leno's not going to come out and communicate, you know, give up the winning goal now, player. I'll play take it easy on him. The uh if go I go if I go like other uh like um fans of Leno in the past, right? Like now after one game right now, end of story, okay? It's proven now, right? Okay. Well, that was that was classic Leno's Leno. not good. He's not as good as Ramsdale, okay? All right. All right. Game over. All right. Yep. That it's was classic over. Leno too. Yeah, uh, playing on you know, playing his ass off in the first half, you know, blocking shots, being athletic, doing everything he needs to do, and then uh, you know, 
he's just unlucky. He's an unlucky guy. Yeah. He's one of those keepers that are just kind of, ah, you know. Anyway. It's probably that haircut, but, you know. Anyway. So, yeah, in the second half, we finally we finally got those goals. Um, and, the, I mean, Mitrovic. I mean, jeez. What a, yeah. just a big bully. Yeah. Bullshitter. Like, he just... He's punking people. He's running into people. He's falling. To be that big and strong and then to just be diving and carrying on like that, he is a trip, fool. He I'm is sorry. a trip, man. I didn't realize he, he'd been there that long. Right. You know, like. He just stuck. He I just mean, said, fuck it, I'm going to stand for hungry and I don't give a damn. Like, right. he's just going to run through people. I don't care. You know. Yeah, he's a. The, the shenanigans. It's what's, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Because you would kind of, you know, you can respect that style. He's a big, burly guy. He's got good touches. He's great in the air. He's physical. But the shenanigans, the falling yeah. around, the 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 trying to hurt people. I thought for sure we could have got him sent off yesterday if they had somebody out there to just get under his skin and wind him up because he's one of those guys that will always take the bait. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, he's a, he's a handful. Yeah. But, yeah, he scored first. Uh <clears throat> Gabriel, Gabriel made a huge mistake, got caught on the ball. Um that I mean that that ball soccer floated to him was just like, whoa, what's he doing? When that ball was in the air, yeah, like, what's I know. he doing? I know. Yeah, but I mean he's Gabriel got it, controlled it, and had enough time to clear it away. So yeah, that's all. Sometimes him. there's just such thing as a desperation clearance. Like, go ahead, just clear it. Just, just clear yeah, especially it. after you receive a ball like that from Saka. Like Saka yeah. didn't do you any favors crossing that high looping ball right in the middle of the penalty box. Yeah, but uh, so <clears> here, <throat> let's talk about the second goal. It was it actually, was, you know, uh, the one on. thing I want to mark about that first goal is just uh, my favorite part of it was mm-hmm. the reaction from Odegaard. Um, he's yes. my captain. Oh, this yeah. is my captain. And I'm starting to see the fire that I need to see. You know, once again, I think Martinelli and Jesus like established the 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 fire on the team again to start the game. But mm-hmm. Odegaard is responding. He I could see him. And I think the only thing that holds him back from just having like great games usually is uh if he's just if he's just not really hustling all out. When he when he does hustle all out, he gets into position and he makes things happen. Yeah, if he, he sometimes he looks a little leggy, and sometimes he has a little yeah. spring to his step. Um, True, inter- I don't want to make it sound like he dogs. You're you're right. That's what I meant. Yep, right. It's just sometimes he's a, just a little leggy, maybe a little tired. And the the interesting thing with that is that you know, Partey wasn't out there, and. Mm-hmm. You know what? We'll discuss El Nini later. We're gonna we, we got a new little segment we're gonna try, but uh, when El Nini's out there, it's not a lot jumping off as far as like you know you need to, you need to be the one that's gonna um, you know make the aggressive pass. You need to be a little more active and aggressive out there when El Nini's out there yeah. if you're playing older guards yeah. position because you don't have that little extra help from Partey, and I think. He he uh, he took that responsibility well. And another thing to go along with your point, after that goal, you were absolutely right. After that goal, he, the, the way he celebrated, but the first person he went up to was was uh, 
Gabriel. And he kind of he kind of hugged him and slapped him in the back of the head like, come on, let's let's do this. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. that's the kind of shit you want from a captain. The, the fact that um, he took it upon himself to be a little more aggressive in that stretch and just get the game tied. Like you said, Captain Fantastic. Yeah. Um, beautifully cropped. Fair head. <laughs> fair head. Feathered child. I was tripping off his complexion. Who? Mine? No. Of uh, Odegaard's. What are you talking about? It, it's just, I don't know. You think when you live up there, like, he's got a real, like, he almost looks like, he almost looks like a light, like a light skin. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, so his you tone want- is not far off from mine. You, you know, want him, like you want them to uh, be in your little tribe. I got you. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. A, a light skinned Norwegian man with blonde hair. I got you. I got you. Take a look at him next time, folks. Take a look. Just look I at will. him for a sec. He, uh, but yeah, no, just took it upon himself to be like, you know, let me let, let's let's get cracking here. But the way he he pulled Gabriel aside and kind of slapped the shit at him, like, come on. Yep. You know, snap out of it. Yep. Uh, Rob Holding is going to hook you up with his guy. You're going to have your hair back. You're going to grow an afro. <laughs> Everything's fine. Come on. Let's get some confidence. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so second goal. Man, yeah. man, of, man of the match for you? Man of the match? Yeah. Well, who's your man of the match? Uh, uh, we've just been talking about him. I give it to Odegaard. Yeah. I give it to Odegaard. Yeah. Odegaard um, was tremendous yesterday. Thought he was really good. Um, you know, even in between spots where, like that first half when we got our chances, mm-hmm. uh, he was delivering some balls, especially to the back post and stuff. Oh yeah, man. I mean, it's hard for me to not give. You know, actually, I'm going to say that. Yeah, Odegaard. Okay, yeah, I would Odegaard. have to agree with that. You think about, you think about Martinelli. You think about Jesus. You think about Saka and the impact they had on the game. And I thought Fulham did a great job uh, trying to neutralize those three. And we needed somebody else to step up, and that somebody was uh, Odegaard all yeah. day. Uh, some of Shaka's decision-making around the box was tremendous. He slipped some nice little passes. I got off him a little bit, you know. I, I kind of It's all kind of weird, him being up there. Doesn't really amount to anything, but I thought some of his decisions, his little passes he slipped through were tremendous. But all in all, you got to give it to uh, Captain Fantastic Odegaard, yep. Canada match. Now, yep. um, <clears throat> I, I call you know who you know the unsung hero. I call that the R two D two because if you think about all the Star Wars movies, who was the real hero? It's R two D two. Don't don't argue with me. Just think about it. Just think about all the little shit he does. Just think about all the shit he does. He's plugging in the shit. He's breaking in the systems and computers. Just think about it. Okay. So who's your who is your unsung hero, the R2D2 of yesterday's game? Who's your R2D2? Talk to me. It's really tough between two guys, but I'm gonna say uh I'm I can only give one, so I'm going to give it to uh, Saliba. Wow. Saliba. I love this kid so much. I see him playing, the composure, the play at his feet, the, the, the recognition of, like, when pressure's on him, he knows 
which pass to go to and where to give it to, and they're always right on the money. I see greatness in this kid. I really do. Uh, yeah, uh, tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous. I mean, um, he did some he did some great things yesterday. He looks great. Yeah. Tremendous football. But unsung hero, I have to go with my R2D2 is you know, I fought hard. I wanted to give it to Ben White cuz to me, he he made some great blocks late. He uh, he's in, he, he's got his hands full. He's playing out of position, and he's doing a fabulous job. But Ramsdale, think about those two saves he made. Think about him calming the fuck down, not being all wacky and silly. You know, he's he's dialed in now. And I thought, I mean, if you go back and you look at that game, there were two headers in the second half. Yeah, that. You know, he saved, and I thought Ben White blocked one of them. So he's going to be my unsung hero because, you know, if you think about it, he saved us. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. way to answer the bell, first face off against Leno. I can't, I can't argue with it. I can't argue with there it. There you go. I'm sure a lot of people are going to go with you, but that's he's my unsung. He's my R two D two. Now there's a there's a there's a trial <laughs> going on 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 my Twitter. There's a there's a case yeah. about uh, Mohammed El Nini, and it's just it's wild. It's wild. Um, so can you handle the truth, Fitz? Do you wanna do you wanna defend uh, El Nini, or do you wanna do you wanna prosecute him? Um, and, the, and the question is, is he good enough? Do we, how did he play yesterday? Is he good enough? And do we need a better option? So it's such a loaded question. <laughs> but oh, I'm going to say this before we get started. It's called, you can't handle the truth. Okay? I, might, I might have some uh, sound effects next week, but yeah. that was tight. I love it. I love um, it. So, but I'm definitely I'm I'm defending them. I am defending. I'm the defendant today. And um, wow, okay. here's the deal. Go for it. Uh, nobody's asking El Nini to put in shifts on a weekly basis. Nobody's asking him to carry the squad when he's out there. He's mm -hmm. given very specific instructions on where he needs to be. And he does it. He does it. Yes, he does. Like, he does what's asked of him. And what's asked of him is not the same as what you ask of Partey, the guy he replaced. And I can't stress enough how many times we've lost Partey to injury. Let's not be risking things and, uh, you know, um, and forcing Partey to play in the game because I just don't trust Arteta's true feeling about anybody on his team is he trusts people. So right. if he trusts you, he you're on the pitch most likely because that's what it's all about to him. That you're going to listen to him and you're going to do things the way that we I, I I we've been doing in training. I trust you to get it done, you know. Right. And he can trust El Nini. Um, the yeah, uh, I agree. And oh, and to the last part of that, I just say that um, I mean, but it 
would I want somebody else? Or is there somebody that would be better? I mean, of course there are options. I'm, I'm not realistically sure what, you know, is out there that we might be able to get our hands on. There's rumors. I think we're talking about something later on that, but yeah. Um, you know, I got no, you made, you made, I'm a, at. you made, yeah. you made, you made a, you made a nice little defense for El Nini. Um, now I'm going to, I'm going to put his ass in jail. <laughs> now I'm just playing El Nini. Look, everything about El Nini is what you, you need. You need to have people like El Nini on your team. I know this. If you've ever been on a team, you need a guy who ain't going to say shit, who ain't going to complain. He's going to stay ready. He's going to work hard for the team. And what you just talked about, he's going to listen to the coach's instructions and do what's asked for him. That's why, you know, the people on Twitter that are raging on him about the way he plays and he's not aggressive enough. He's doing what Arteta asked of him. And um, you can't you can't blame that. You can't, you know, get angry at that at all. You really can't. But I will say this. We. It, the person we're being rumored to to be going after is Tillemans. Is Tillemans a better option than El Nini? Of course he is. Of course he is, without a doubt. Now, yeah, is Tillemans the type of person that wants to sit on the bench? This is a World Cup year. You know how people are. They get angry. They need to play. They want to make their World Cup squads. They have to be playing regularly. And, you know, is he the type of person that, you know, he might not get out there if Partey and Jacques are healthy. So you never know. So I, but I'm all over the place here. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say we need to have a better option than El Nini just because yesterday's game, you, you, you could see what was lacking, you know? Now, do we need to go out and buy another player? I don't know. Cause I think Zinchenko can, can fill in for Partey. I think we haven't seen this guy Vieira. You know, there's a, uh, you know, we don't, we haven't seen the progression of uh, Sambi Lakanga. <laughs> you know, what I mean, so yeah. there's 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 other options. We just need to see him play before I think we need to go out and buy somebody. But yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna say El Nini is not the guy if we're trying to to push for everything. Yeah. You know. Yep. You know, if we're trying, if we're trying, if we're trying to win Europa League, FA Cup, you know, we're trying to go on cup runs for everything. Then we're, I think we, we would need a, a better option um, than El Nini. I think yeah. El Nini on a Carlin Cup, you know, on a on a on a cold Monday in Burnley is yeah. is who you want out there. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, you want you want a soldier like El Nini out there on those nights, but big matches against big teams. If we have an injury to either Jacques or Partey, I think we need an upgrade. But I, I love I, the guy. I do agree. I do. Agree. I love the guy because, like you said, he's doing everything Arteta asks of him. He's not uh, Partey, you know. Right. You know, people are going crazy online, you know, denigrating him. But it's like he's not Partey. He doesn't play that way. But He's going to run everywhere. He's going to try to cover for you, and he's going to make the save pass. He didn't lose the ball once yesterday, and I think he yeah. was like 56 out of 57 on his passive. You know? So right. He, and you're going to have yeah. people say, oh, well, he's not passing the ball forward. It's easy to pass sideways. Right. 
But we still what what was the damn possession yesterday? What was the possession? 72% possession we had. They had 28. Yeah. So him passing the ball sideways and back a couple times. <laughs> you know, yeah, just I, take it easy. It wasn't his fault we were in the position we were in. You know, do we need another center back? <laughs> you know, Gabriel messed up. Anyway. The uh, People, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was the uh, El Nini thing is great though. I just like uh uh he, you know. Like you, like we said, you know, you get a more aggressive El Nini when we're playing, um, you know, opening rounds of uh, Europa League. And, right. Uh, he scored a few playing, goals. Uh, the Carlin Cup or whatever they call it these days, the Caribou Cup. You know, you get him. Yeah. And I mean, at that point, he's actually dangerous. You know, right. the, the fact that we should have somebody better is very true. But uh, it's not like, oh, to replace El Nini. It's just be another person added to the squad. But El Nini, I, I still want him to get his time when we need him to get his time. You know, right. like he has to stay sharp. He's right. got to play. Like we we, we we created a – we I, I wanted to defend El Nini, but Fiddy beat me to the punch. So <laughs> – but uh, he did everything. Look, it, it wasn't his fault. We didn't break Fulham down yesterday. We broke Fulham down a lot. <laughs> you know, a bunch. In the first half and in the second half. We had something like 22 shots. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so for El, you know, for people to get angry at El Nini starting against a Fulham at home. Yeah. You know, it's like, you yeah. know, who do Which you think is we part are? Part of the thing that I did give a, a nod, I, whether it was injury or not, man, I was happy that Arteta got a couple people in. You know, Definitely. just – because Europa it's League important. is coming up. Yeah. We got four wins now under our belt, and a couple other people got some starts, and maybe you can get one more in next week. And, you know, and well, actually we got a short week. Maybe a couple more guys get a start instead. But we need to be able to be able to rotate. We got to be able to rotate. That's why I think, you know, uh, uh, Vieira, Fabio Vieira, he's going to be important. We need him. And, yeah, uh, I can't wait to see him play. Hopefully, he gets some time on Wednesday. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, it wasn't like we were playing Man City out there, and we had no other option but El Nini. Yeah, we were playing Fulham at home. Yep. Um, I'm sure he's, you know, the same people that trust Arteta want him in. You know, laud him as a genius, the smartest guy in the room. He, he's got all these brilliant ideas. Ideas are, you know, shitting on the fact that he played El Nini against Fulham. You know, do you trust him or do you not trust him? Yeah. You know, is he a genius or is he not a genius? Because, you know, he likes El Nini. You know, he offered him another contract. Right. And um, so I thought he filled I thought he filled in. I thought we created enough chances yeah. and all the debate, you know, on Twitter to me is just, you know, we're four and oh, we're top of the table and fools are going off on we need a better option in El Nini. Yeah. It's just it's, searching for something to, like, <laughs> to sound like the smartest guy in the room, you know? Right. And you it's know like, why we do a podcast that makes us sound like the smartest guy in the room. So right. I get it. I get it. Right. You know, <laughs> but to me, to me, I just think it's overkill. Um, I don't want anybody to come in. That's going to disrupt the chemistry, the team spirit, the, yeah. the camaraderie that you can see and feel when you watch TV now, like they're a team and Such I don't want any, team. I don't want anybody to come in 
and be mad and sad because he's not playing and he's got a World Cup coming and, oh, my gosh, well, I don't want anybody to disrupt that. Now, if Tillemans has the right attitude and he understands that, you know, it's based on form week in and week out, whether you get time, then sure, bring him on in. Yeah. But if he's the type of guy that's going to act ugly and yeah. be like, well, fuck this, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with El Nini. I'm cool with Zinchenko. I'm cool with Viara. All these people, Lakanga. I trust the fact that Arteta is keeping him with the club, not loaning him out. I trust Arteta enough to realize that, okay, he must have some confidence and belief in Lakanga. Yeah. You know, so. I mean, this is why you have a spread on your roster. You want want a, a a diverse spread of ages on your roster, different people at different stages in the career. El Nani's in a spot where, man, hey, man, if I could finish out with with Arsenal and play three more years and just make some money and live in London, that's my goal. That's my dream. You know, mm-hmm. he ain't got no desires to go anywhere else. So that's cool. We got somebody that's down for the program. He's a know? soldier. Yeah, a soldier. Anyway, enough of that. Leave El Nini alone. He's on the team. He just signed a contract. He's going to be yeah. here. And when you need him the most, trust me. Yeah. Trust me, we're going to play this again later on when it does happen, when we in our darkest hour, when we need them the most, when we're on the road against Slovenia and the knockout stages <laughs> of the UEFA Cup. Yeah. That's when that's when El Nini shines. You know, yep. he always going to be there. Always. Yep. And, and outside the box might be the best midfielder shooter on the team. And that's something to be said. He's always going to be there. Yeah, always. When you need them the most. Beautiful. I'm going to cry. Egypt. There you go. All right. So um, with that said, transfer markets ending on what? Friday is September 1st. Everybody's shitting their pants. We got to bring in Tillemans. We got to bring in Neto. We got to do this. Oh, my gosh. If we can do this. Oh, what do you say, Fitz? Do we need anybody? Are you, are you um, happy with the team? I would. I'd like to see um, another signing. Um, what, what position is that, my friend? That's that's the part I'm a little shaky on. But I feel like um, probably. I think the questions are whether it's winger or uh, midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm gonna say defensive midfield is where I'd like to just have somebody signed. Um, you know, I don't know. Tillman's might be too big of a shot just because, like you, like we, you were just pointing out, I'm not sure if uh, we need somebody that feels like they're on the rise in their career, and now we're going to give them half the games that they've been playing the last couple years. You know, like right. Um, so you know, I don't know if there's somebody. I just I'm not sure who it could be that I want. I mean, Paqueta of all the names that have been listed is the one I want. Yeah, he he. Who got him? I think. Uh, oh, did somebody just sign him? Yeah, somebody just signed him. I forget because okay. I'm I'm so wrapped up in Arsenal. I don't know. I don't know what anybody else is doing. But I think yeah. I think uh, maybe Newcastle, Aston Villa, somebody, somebody weird got him. Um, but yeah, I would like to see if we can get Tillemans and he has the right attitude. I would love to. I would love to have him in, in at the team. I think that would be great um, because Partey is not, he's not dependable. This, this, you know, this 
last Saturday. Wise. This last Saturday showed me that he's because it's like, damn, you wake up and the fool ain't playing. You know, he's you know, <laughs> it's all kind of shit like I mean, that. Not in know. practice, man. I mean, so you know. I would, I would love to see somebody that can come in there and um, be just as as effective as Partey as far as uh, the attack and going forward. Um, and that's what El Nini lacks. But like I said, if we don't get anybody, I think we have enough to compete for, you know, the main things that I'm competing for, or I would like to see, you know, I would like us to be like, this is what we're going after the league and an FA cup. Yeah. Um, as far as Europa play, play the kids, have a good time. If we go, if we go on a long cup run, then you know, start making some adjustments, adjustments, mix in some vets, you know, mix in some of the yeah. starters and you know, really try to go for it. But for now, I would really like to see us just go for league and an FA Cup, win the double, be happy in Champions League the next year and go for that the next year. Because I don't, I don't Emil Smith Rowe. You know, he can play on either side. We got cover there. Plus, I'm sure Vieira, can, you know, Fabio can. It would be nice to have a nice, solid, you know, backup for Saka. It really would. Um, but Neto plays on the left, you know. So I know he can play both, but he plays I on the left. I think Vieira could play either side, they say. Um, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I feel I feel Vieira probably fills in uh, out wide and, you know, if Odegaard – needs a replacement smith road goes there or smith road goes out on the wings if we need him right so um, i think i think we're good right now but if we i'll tell play- you what this would be the only thing in the uh defensive mid that i'm looking for i i'm not positive how fast or how quick tealman's is yeah. i want a defensive mid that leans on the quicker side than on the big and rough and tumble side okay um I I just like if we had to go rough and tumble big guy, then we could put Jaka back there. Like if that's what we had to do. I don't want a guy that's gonna get beat because he's just not quite quick enough. So just somebody that's a little more swift of feet. Maybe that's Tillman's. I just I'm not sure what his profile is like, if that's him or not. But um, Yeah, no, that yeah, I think yeah, that that's a good point. I, I cause you know, you think about Partey and Jaka, they're not they're not the, the quickest. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, but yeah, I would, you know, I'm still kind of curious to, to see Zinchenko fill in um, one of those spots too. I think we have enough cover. I think the, I think the team, I think we're ready to go. If we, I if do. we bring, if we bring in a Neto, um, if we bring in a Tillemans, then we're obviously, they're telling me that we're, we're going for everything. We're trying to win every damn thing we can. Yeah. And we have the size, the, the squad depth to do that this year. The core uh, of I this think- team is that back line. We are solid back there, which means that, you know, you could start a, a El Nini. It, it, you can start a guy like that because the back line's probably – they scored on an accident yesterday. Right, yeah, it was a, and yeah, we we created enough chances. It, it, we yeah. had, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, he ain't gonna let he. Ain't, you're not gonna catch El Nini on the ball. He's not gonna make a loop pass, loose pass. He's gonna keep it real, buttoned up, 
and, and tidy. Um, but going forward and, ma- and trying to make a killer pass, you gotta you gotta find somebody else for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Odegaard is gonna have to take it upon himself when he receives that ball that he's gotta be the guy that does that. And that's what he did yesterday. Yeah. Uh that that was so fantastic. All right, enough. Enough yeah. with the transfer market. I don't even look into it no more. 20 years ago, you should have seen me scouring the internet, <laughs> looking for rumors and talking points. And all. I could give two shits about the transfer market, who we're going to buy, what are we doing? Because, hey, Arteta, you know, <laughs> in Arteta, I trust. Look at me. <laughs> I, can't believe, I can't believe I just said that. They got it all figured out. They, <laughs> analytics, they, they do all that shit. So whoever they get and whoever they bring, the I'm cool with it. The mentality. I, that I'm looking for <laughs> you look now. at Tavares scored another goal. Him and, and Gwen Ducey celebrating together and shit. Tavares scored another goal. There's another guy. Oh, get him out of here. He's not good enough. He's wild. He's crazy. He sucks, man. We need some... Right. You got to give these people time. Yeah. You know, yeah. the Premier League is a hard league. So hopefully <clears throat> he does great, comes back like William Saliba. And, uh, you know, then we got another one. Then <laughs> from this point on, we're loaning everybody to Marseille. If, <laughs> yeah. if, if Tavares comes back all dialed in with his shit together. Yeah. We're we're loaning. I don't know what kind of wine y'all drinking. Whatever we sending our players your way. Okay, they we're loaning. We're loaning everybody to Marseille. (laughs) Here you go. Develop them. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, last thing before we get out of here. Do Arsenal celebrate too much? Like, what kind of shit is this? It's just crazy. I mean, (laughs) it's just nuts. Like, you know, and and for teams that just just beat on us for so for so many years now like you guys uh you guys ain't shit like and we finally got something going and we're supposed to like not be so happy right get out of here dude get out of here there's a complete you know the conspiracy theory is as an arsenal fan everybody hates us you know the media they're always making little jabs we're soft we ain't shit they'll never get their shit together do they celebrate too much? Like, is that even like a real thing? Like, just think about what you're saying. Do you celebrate too much? The like, words. If you're, if you're if you're celebrating, <laughs> it should be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the I'm words says celebrate. There can't be a level of it. <laughs> right. It's just to celebrate. Like, there's a level of celebration. You have to, you know. Isn't like, it the biggest on. stadium in the Premier League? Nah, that's probably not. It's uh, I think it's Old Trout Mouth. Yeah, okay. seventy-six thousand. The uh, Old Trafford, the Stratford. Yeah, there's a lot of people in there, and when they're all happy, bye. I bet it sounds pretty loud, and yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. The whole thing is ridiculous, though. You yeah. can celebrate however you want to celebrate. Um, you know, Jose Mourinho and you know Jurgen Klopp does the, the fist pumps after the game to get the crowd hyped. Yeah. Liverpool fans are singing; they're doing all kind of shit. Not a word. Celebrate Not. like Tuchel and start a fight. Right, <laughs> right. Not a word. You know, Jurgen Klopp he's fist pumping and running around. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Not a word. Arsenal celebrate for a little bit. Oh. It's too much, man. You guys are ridiculous. No class. But in, and another thing before we get out of here, the the ref, I don't know what his name was. Oh. I don't 
I don't know what's going on in him, but he was lost. You see that look in his eye? He didn't know what the fuck was going on. He had no control over the game. He wasn't near decisions. That fool was lost. You know what, man? <laughs> I'm going to say this. To be continued. I'm I'm going to touch on this next week because I actually had a – yeah, I got a good one for you next week. All right? And – and oh, you got to you gotta go? Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm looking at that clock. I know. Oh, I don't care. This is a. This <laughs> yeah. is a <laughs> How long did it take after Gabriel's goal, the winning goal? Like they let it go. Everybody celebrated. Nothing. Not a word of yeah. or nothing. Like it had to be like at least three or four minutes later. The, the announcers, oh, they're checking on that. They're trying to. But I like love they, how they leaked the story to the announcers. Like we're looking. They're like. Okay, so it sounds like they're looking for a handball. I was like, a handball? Where did that come from? Who had a handball? Right. The the amount of time, like they scoured that. They just like were, you know, can we we screw them at all? Is there any way? Is there any way? Come on, keep looking. (laughs) No. Arsenal went 2-0, top of the league, four wins in a row. Uh, e Marshall, Cotton Two Mines, you know the deal. Oh, I'm at Gooner Rush. At Gooner Rush. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, yeah, peace out. Come on, you gunners. Peace. Twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Thank you for tuning in to Cotton Two Mines. Please head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. All feedback is much appreciated. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at CITM Podcasts, at Guna Rush, and at E Marshall Comedy. The music of this podcast is brought to you by Statics. If you like what you hear, please head on over to staticsmusic.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Statics Music. That's S T A T X Music. Peace.